Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. At Arlington National Cemetery, high on a hill overlooking the nation's capital, lies the final resting place of a single soldier known but to God, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. The hulking slabs of marble are hallowed ground. On the side of the white marble sarcophagus are sculptures of three Greek figures. One represents peace, another victory, the last one valor. Millions of visitors pay their respects at the tomb every year. The President of the United States makes an annual pilgrimage. As ingrained as this place is in our national psyche, the story of how it came to be is surprisingly not well known. On November 11, 1921, a funeral unlike any other took place at Arlington. The nation's highest military officers were there, along with congressional leaders, Supreme Court justices, and diplomats from around the world. The crowd was so huge that the car transporting President Warren G. Harding had to drive across fields for him to get there on time. Before that autumn morning, monuments to the unnamed dead had always been collective. But the killing technologies of World War I brought new levels of identity-wiping devastation. More than 116,000 Americans were slaughtered, including 1,652 who were too damaged to be identified. The British, which suffered even greater losses, didn't want to upset the country with scores of funerals for unidentified soldiers. So they buried a single unknown casualty at Westminster Abbey with state honors. That prompted Hamilton Fish, congressman and World War I veteran from New York, to make a similar proposal. Fish told Congress, the whole purpose of this resolution is to bring home the body of an unknown American warrior who in himself represents no section, creed, or race, who typified, moreover, the soul of America and the supreme sacrifice of her heroic dead. As work started on the tomb, officers in Europe began the tricky work of finding a suitably unidentified body to fill it. It took tremendous efforts to keep the unknown soldier from being known, even just a little bit. Officials didn't want anyone to suss out even where the soldier had been killed so he could better represent every casualty. To start, they disinterred four sets of remains from American battlefield cemeteries in France and made doubly sure there was no way to get a trace on their identities. No scrap of a letter, no rosaries, no distinguishing marks. The fallen soldiers were taken to the city hall of a small village in northeast France, where their unmarked coffins were placed on shipping crates draped with American flags. A combined French and American honor guard stood post. Early the next morning, 
an American major shuffled the coffins, putting them on crates other than their own. With a crowd of onlookers outside, a military band in the courtyard, and senior officers lining the corridor, a much-decorated American enlisted man, Sergeant Edward F. Younger, entered the chamber carrying a spray of white roses. After circling the four caskets more than once, Younger placed the roses on one, stepped back, and saluted it. The casket, still carrying its spray of roses, was rolled through the village to a railroad station by army units from both countries. Local widows, many in black, lined the route. The casket traveled by rail to Paris, then to a port where it was loaded onto the USS Olympia, which sailed to Washington's Navy Yard. For the funeral, more than 5,000 tickets were distributed. Following the ceremonies, the soldier was lowered onto a layer of soil from France and a three-volley salute fired. Nearly a century later, countless flowers and wreaths have been placed before the tomb, laid by presidents and veterans and the simply grateful. Within the stone, beneath the dust of ancient white roses, rests a nameless soldier known around the world. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Steve Hendricks, who reported the story for the Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. <laughs>